All right. We're starting out with an amazing email from our great friend. You're not going to believe it. He's on Zoom right now. Yoel Bergman from Chicago. Dear Abeli, I'm 14 years old. I started watching the 8-minute daf, then I started watching the full shear. When I heard about Zoom, Yoel Bergman watches us on Zoom from Chicago every single day. And by him it's, I don't know, 1, 2 in the morning. When I heard about Zoom, I asked if I could stay up for the live shear, and my parents said that because of the quarantine, Oi! Does that mean that I'm going to lose you after the quarantine? No, if I am. I can join you, I can join this year as long as someone is up to supervise. I didn't know somebody's up there with you. Okay, good. Thank you for making Torah accessible to anyone who wants to learn. This is a 14-year-old writing. Chaydesh Taiv, Yoel Bergman. Ah, you see, I got your email, y'all. Yivalde. Okay, next. Um... Thank you very much for your share. Unfortunately, I'm locked up in my basement office for the past two... It's not funny. But why in the basement? I don't understand why he's locked up in his basement. So if somebody knows this guy, go release him from his basement. He's locked up in his basement for the past two weeks. And my local Magachir's phone daf isn't the same. So I went surfing on Torah anytime. You see, Torah anytime is paying off. And I found your eight-minute daf. It was great. And then the next day, I found your full share. So it's two people that started with the eight minute and somehow got to the daf. Wow, 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 you're a rock. I don't know if he meant I'm a rock star or a rock, but I like rocks. So if I'm a rock, I'll take that as a compliment. I'm a rock. I love your shiurim, the simplicity and the humor, keep it up. Yisrael Goldstein, Borough Park, I think so. No, what's BP, I guess? What's BP? Anybody? Borough Park, L'Chaira. BP USA. P.S. I love it when you make fun of Manchester. <laughs> I was born there, but left at the age of 15 to Yeshivikhtana, then I got married in New York and been living here the past 27 years. By the way, Rabbi Lazar Stefanski, I mentioned there's a Rav in Manchester, his name is Rabbi Lazar Stefanski, he has corona and he's very sick. His name is Elazar ben Toibo. And his wife, who is also very sick, is Rochel Malka Baschana Yehudis, relatives, the Stefanskis. All right, Basnach. Maybe we should jump into learning. Uh, it's a small, short one, but Nagia to today. Dear Rav Stefanski, thank you for your amazing shiur. I especially appreciate when you post eight minute daf the night before. Kol Tov, Aaron Black. Rebar, bad news. We're behind. What happens is Shabbos comes, Friday is not such a great day, Shabbos is, is almost impossible. Yesterday I tried to record, by the time the shear was over it was already 10.30. It was impossible, I had to prepare today's daf. So yeah, we're behind. Every It's a gagal achayzer. By the time Tuesday comes along, I'm, I'm caught up, I have to somehow catch up. Says the Gemara, daf chav gimel omad aleph. Omar I'm sorry, what, uh, Nachman, Yechab, what's going on here? We're holding by Yechab that we're there? Because uh, I, I knew it's going to be a problem with you. Omer Rav According to the rules, we shouldn't be so far down the, the daf. A person who's a guest, he must light Neiroz Chanukah. Omer Rav In the beginning when I was in Rav's house, Mishtatafno Bepriti Bahadeh Shpizo. I would give him a pruta, I would give him a few coins, 
I didn't have to be a 50-50 partner with him, but I just had to have some, some oil in there. But after I got married, Amina, what did we learn last night? Right before we finished off, we learned that a woman is The Who's talking over there? Is that Gershon? Yeah. Gary, once again. Oh my gosh. So I, even if I kick you out of my house, he's still making noise. So what, what good is it that I kick you out of my house? <sighs> Gary, Gary. We learned yesterday, a woman is chayiv in Nero is Hanukkah. As Rashi says, there was a zero tibal tchila. So that was a terrible gzardin on all women who were getting married. Besides that, we had Yehudis who caused, who started off the whole nest by feeding the general over there. Therefore, since a woman has a chiyuv, says, once I married a wife, Amino I don't have to be Mishnatov with my Rebbe Rav explains Rashi that used to go away for a very extended amount of time and let my wife, if I know for a fact that my wife is gonna light candles, let her light and be mighty me. Because my wife is gonna light for me in my house. Call Ashmonim Kulon Yofin Lener. All oils are good for a candle. Now, what's the problem with inferior oil? The problem is that it doesn't light so well. What's the problem with inferior wicks? It doesn't, it doesn't catch well. But since we paskin, and we saw this two days ago, and I pointed out there's a little gimbal there, a little bays, when my time at the Rav, so there's a tzion over there, look in the Shulchan Aruch. That's the, that's the Allah. If the candle goes out, I don't have to rekindle it. So what do I care? What kind of oil I use? I can use inferior oil. And if it starts flickering, let it flicker. I was used to the mitzvah when I was madlik and kafsein zakukla. So therefore, kol hashmonim kulam yofen lener v'shem and zayis min amufchar. However, if you want to be yoytze min amufchar, you're a mahadrin guy, you want to do the best of the best, so you buy olive oil. Mar, as we said yesterday, is Rabba Banachmeni. Abai is Rabbi. We had him yesterday as well. The same exact thing that Rabbi Banachmeni said that Lacha is like Shmuel in three places when it comes to Yisur. So here he says, in the beginning, my Rabbi used to buy sesame seed oil, a shtick al tchina, and he'd make his from sesame seed. Why? Because this lasts longer. Sesame seed oil is longer lasting. Once I heard this halakha of Shuban Levi, that what? Shemen Zayis is Mufchar. Then he would light from olive oil. Why? Because the Shemen Zayis, as Rashi says, is clear and brighter. It's a better lighting oil. Yes, sesame seed oil is longer lasting, but it's not as clear, not as beautiful as olive oil. All oils are good for ink. Now, here's where it becomes hard for me, because in our shir we have Rabbi Schoenberg, 
who's a pro at these things, and every time we come to one of these sugas, he gives us a three-minute speech, and everything's good. But today, we don't have him here. He is online, Mustafa, somewhere. I think I saw him before. So, without Rabbi Schoenberg, I'll try to do my best, based on Rashi. He usually comes with his pictures and his actual ink. He is online. We have to find him somewhere. I'll tell you what I know, and then Rabbi Schoenberg will add if there's anything to add. I sent you an email. I saw your email. for the homework at the Matzah Shabbos, 1 o'clock in the morning when I have to do Daf Chav Gimel. And I have the whole Daf. But I started printing it out, and I started this, but listen, it's not the first time we, we we're doing the sugi of Diyay. Let me, let me say a little bit, and then you'll tell me if you have what to add. Basically, the way they made ink in those days, they would take some suit, and they would light it up, and if you ever noticed on top of your, wherever you light your candelabra, if you've ever been to Reb Chaim Kenevsky's house, you'll see that on the ceiling it's black. So, you take the suit, you light it up, and the, the smoke that comes out of it, you try to capture that smoke, you put a glass right over it, ooh, that wasn't a good idea, that was my, you catch that smoke in a glass. So what happens to the glass? The glass becomes black. Then you take, you scrape off that blackness. Now, what, there's two things. How do you get that smoke? So you use some sort of oil. You can use olive oil, you can use other oils. The Gemara says over here that all, olive, all oils are good, but olive oil is the best. Now, once you have that suit, you add oil to it, and you knead it, says Rashi. You megabble it, you mix it up, you make a nice mixture, you let it sit in the sun. So it's two steps. You use, you're using oil twice. You're using oil to create the suit. And you're using oil to make a mixture. Those are the two things here. Rabbi Schoenberg, you have anything to add to that? No. Nothing? I'm a good Talmud. Okay. Great. The only thing is that when Rabbi Schoenberg was there, he actually brought us a block from China. China. And he, he showed us how what the suit looks like. A, a block of... It's a black glob of whatever. This is what they use. Even today, sometimes, they use it to, to, to make the ink. Fine. So let's see. It's not exactly important to the sugyas. It's All the oils are great to make this ink. But again, just like Hanukkah, Shemenzayis is the best. So for oil, it's also, for ink, it's also the best. What is he referring to? Is he talking about to knead it? The, the afterwards, once you have the suit, you add oil to it, oil ashen, or to create the suit, to create the black in the glass. I actually wanted to do it over my fire, but I didn't have time. I thought it would be cool. Toshma, I love when there's a brisa that says, spells it out, tells you exactly the answer to your question. Shemin Zayis is better for both, A and B. Okay, now we have another b'raise that says slightly different. So this is for the suit only. According to this, suit only is great with Shemin Zayis. But for Ligabel, to knead it, you can use anything else. There's no, there's no preference to use Shemin Zayis when it comes to the mixture. Alright, Omar Avhuna, Kolas Rafin Yofin Now, part of the mixture 
you have other ingredients. One of the ingredients is a sraf, is a sap that comes out of a tree. Says Ravuna, everything is okay. Usraf ketav, yafimikulam. This guy right over here, according to the art scroll, Usraf ketav is a blackthorn gum. This is a blackthorn tree. These are the berries. Yes, Rabbi Schoenberg, we're okay? Or there's something else? No, no, yes. no, okay, good. Here, here we need Rabbi Schoenberg. New. Okay, this is a point, point of contention between Rashi and Rabbi Nisan. Okay. Isn't guma gum? And gum is sap? Gum is sap, yes. Got it. So so Rashi's uh, prune tree is not is not blackthorn, it's something else? Or it is the same? So one minute, why is it called okay? You mean these these berries? Are plums. He's calling these berries plums. Got it. Okay, so the kids are Rashi says prunel, which means plum. Yeah. Right. Where do we have this? We had this recently. Where in, in Chulin? Where do we have it? No, I know, but what mesechta do we have it late? Uh, I mean, like a year ago, where you brought all the inks and everything. A nida. It wasn't a year ago. It was a month ago. In my mind, okay, I got it. Okay, fine. Can we go weiter? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Basically, what I got out for Rabbi Schomburg is. That this this srafaktaf is based on Rashi that says Prunel, which are hard to hear on YouTube. Oh, but wait a minute, he's on Zoom. I know, but people on YouTube. Okay, people on YouTube, fine. People on YouTube. Well, Chaz are over. Basically, the only thing I got because I was spacing out a little bit. Sorry, I'm like you guys. No, he says prunel. Prunel is, Rashi says, is prunes. So that's why they got this tree that has prunes, 
blackthorn gum. The problem is that the way you extract the whatever ingredient you need from it is from soaking it in water. And gum means sap, that it actually oozes out of the tree. So therefore we have to say that Rashi uses this term loosely. And he says gum, he's not referring to sap that oozes out of the tree, rather he's referring to some sort of concoction that you soak and eventually it turns into this. And that, that Tysus takes issue with Rashi, etc., etc. Fine. But it's not really the sugya, but it's good to know about these things. And the Gemara says, All saps are good. All gums are good. All concoctions are good. But this thorn, black thorn gum is the best. We know this already. But just like when we're learning brachas, it says, oh, if you eat bread, you have to say I'm mighty. Okay, we know. We're, we're geniuses. We know this already. But guess what? Uh, Rav only lived... How many years do you think Rav lived after the Hashemunayim? Rav was the first of the Amirayim, last of the Tanayim, right? He's right there. So how many years beforehand was Hanukkah? I to, uh, throw up your fingers. 500, 1,000 years before. He's saying 300. 200. 200. It's about 200. I think I think it's somewhere a little over 200. I would say, uh, I don't know, based on the Gemara Navi, the Zara and the over there, there's a whole sugya. Uh, under 250, over 200. So they had to decide what bracha do you make a bracha? You don't make a bracha. Says Rav, you make a bracha on 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 Neiris. Says if you aren't going to light the candles by yourself then you have to make the bracha. In other words, you're, says Rashi, you're on a ship, and you look at the shore and you see a menorah. Let's say you're on a plane, and nowadays you're on a plane, you can't light anything, and you're coming in for a landing, and you know by the time you get through security, it's all over, and you see in a guy's house, you see a menorah. It's possible. You have to make a bracha. What do you do? So, we know the brachas, we don't really need these, but the first night we make a shachianu. So this guy that's watching, that sees it from the ear, doesn't make three, he makes two. Let's see what it is. Now, the, what, the guy that sees it cannot make the first bracha. Why? Because the first bracha says, Lahadlikner. Shel Chanukah, or in parentheses, you don't say shell, some people don't say I think even Sephardim don't say it like the guy. Fine. Why not? Because he's not being madlik. He didn't light the candles, so it's not appropriate for him to say lahadlik. He could say Shal Sanisim, and he could say Shechianu. But on the second day, where we take out the Shechianu, and the guy that lights it says two brachas, so this guy that's on a plane only says, the middle one, he says Shasanisim, but he doesn't say Lahadli because he's not being madly, and he doesn't say Shechiyonu because he don't say it on the second day. All he takes off is Shechiyonu. Maybe he should take off the Neis. Neis, kol yoymei, he say, every single day, even the first day was a Neis, like the famous question of the Beis Yosef, which, when I was a kid, 
they said the Beis Yosef's question of why do we make a bracha on the first day, why do we even make a Hadlakas Neiros on the first day, I had enough oil for the first day. So there's a famous Sefer that has a hundred answers. That was in those days. Today, there's 250 answers. Every day is a nace. Either the first day, none of the oil went down at all, or some of the oil went down, and that's why that's a nace, but only an eighth of what was supposed to go down went down. Or the fact that they found the whole flask, that's the nace. But there's a nace, and we make a bracha, a nace every single day. Ask the Gemara, and this is a question relevant to everything. You see, it says, commanded us, but it's not a Baruch Hu. it's Chachamim later on that came along and said that you have to make the Bracha. This is every Haredi's favorite. Word, Pasuk, Meloy Saucer. It says in the Pasuk, You shouldn't bend, you shouldn't move to the right or to the left. If they tell you to do X, Z, whoever it is, depending, you look it up, whoever it is, but certainly the Sanhedrin and the Chachamim of those days. When they made a takana, it's a takana. And it's a pasuk that says you must listen to the takana of the chachamim. And therefore, it's like, like as if it's a deiraisa. And therefore, you have to save it tzivano. Why is it not a deiraisa mamish? That you should be ma'ayin in the Rambam and all the other Rishonim that discuss it. Oh. Or, Rav Nechem Yomar, Sha'alo v'icha v'yagaitcha z'kenecha v'yoyimrulach. Again, your z'kenim are going to tell you what to do. Once they tell you what to do, you have to enforce it like a day rising. Master of Amram, Hadmai, Dmai, Do Mai. What is this? In other words, fruit that you buy from an Amaritz, from an Amaritz, and we're not sure whether he took Trumus and Maestros. He says he did, but we can't really trust him. Marvin Boy, Mishtafin Boy. You could do everything with it. You can make a Ruvichat Seiris. You could do Shitufa Mavois. You could do. Uh, what else can you do? Erev Tchumim. Umevarchem alav. You can make a bracha on it. Umezamn alav. And you can do zimun. Umafishin oisoy arum. And you can be mafresh, trumus amaisres, when you're not clothed. Arum mamish. Note that Yaakov is in the right hand top corner by me. That means he was second one online. Yesterday, the other day, he was first. Yeshua. Who is that? No, that's, yeah, Yeshua chopped him out. Okay. Every day in Dafiyami, that's why he sits right next to me on the left side. We are limited to 100? We hit 100 already? How are we limited to 100? I thought we, we, tried, we figured it out last night and we're not. Okay, unfortunately, we have 100 people on and that's it. He told me that he fixed it last night, but okay, he's, he's working on it right now. I hope Nisano Gantz is not watching because at 4.30 in the morning he's texting me back and forth. How could, I, how could you have this? How could I push Zoom when you could only be at 100? I said, don't worry, we took care of it. Okay, Nisano, I hope you're not watching. If you're watching, to take care of it right now. We thought it's taken care of. Okay. These Chevermanim. It costs $20 a month. I mean, Zoom is free. But if you want to go to... to, to um, 
to, if you want to go to over 40 minutes like we do, you have to pay $20 a month. Definitely not watching on Zoom. Gantz is not watching on Zoom, don't worry. Uh, I know, but he watches on YouTube, fine. Anyway, so, so, but if you want to go to 200, then it's an additional $50 a month. It makes no sense, 5 For $20, you get 100. But if you want 200, you have to pay $70. It should be less, not more, but okay. This is how they get you. They realize that you, you're doing well. You have a lot of baraks on. Give Valdig Barak. Give me chizuk. I'm serious, man. Give me chizuk. Zog Gemara. Anyway, you can take this Dmai from the Amaretz that you have to take Trumsa Maestros. Yes. You should look at their stock price. Since the whole coronavirus started, they were like about 100. They're over 150 a share right now. That's not a lot. I mean, you, th- you think that they... Qu- hundred times their business and all they went up is by 50%, that's yeah, nothing. That's the whole stock market crash. That's what everything crashed. I hear. I don't know. I would expect them to go up 20 times. It's not enough for me. <coughs> so then invest. Invest in that right now. It's a good idea. Erev Shabbos, you could take Trumas and Maestros from this Demai. Uh, but the point is that you could be mafresh, Trumas and Maestros, you could be mafresh, when you're naked. Why is this any different? This Dmai, the Chacham say, you must be mafresh trumasa maestros. You buy something from Amaretz. It happens here in Bechamish. It used to happen. You go, they have these, these stands. People that are not religious, they're certainly in a gather of Amaretz, I would think. If you buy from them, they, so they have a tuda, whatever. But let's say you stand, you buy from Amaretz, you have to be mafresh. Who told you you have to be mafresh? Chachamim. So that would mean, just like Chacham said, you have to light a candle on, on Hanukkah and make a bracha. So they tell you to be mafresh at truma, so you should make a bracha. But obviously you're not making a bracha because you're not wearing any clothing. You're just setting it aside, but you're not making a bracha. Your encampment has to be big dusha, and you're not wearing any clothing. Obviously, you're not making a bracha. Amabaya, meiser is different. Vade de devreim. When it comes to Hanukkah, it's a certain thing. Boy bracha. That's why there's a bracha. Savik de devreim. Lay boy bracha. Dmai is domai. What is this? I don't know. So for I don't know, I don't make a bracha. Perhaps the bracha was already made when the amaritz was mafresh tumus and meisrus. You're just doing it as a savik. Ask the Gemara of a Yom Tov Sheni, the Suffolk of Reim, who buy bracha. This is a very sore point for all you chutznikim. There's a lot of chutznikim on here right now. And this is one of the, if you ask my wife, why does she like living in Israel? She'll tell you because she doesn't have to make two days Yom Tov. That, that's basically her only reason. Other than that, she wants to move back to America. It is a very nice reason. And what is this Yom Tov Sheni business? The Lushani is because of Chutzlars, we don't know exactly when the calendar, when this, when they made Yantif, and therefore we have to keep another day. So it's only a Suffolk day, yet you sit there and you make Kiddush with a bracha, with Shem Hashem, you do everything with a bracha. Says the Gemara, So people don't say, ah, it's only Yantif Shani, you can do whatever you want, you can drive a car, you can do whatever you want. By the way, for us, the worst thing in the world, the worst feeling possible is to fly to America for Yantif and have to keep two days Yantif when you really, Allah, don't have to keep two days Yantif, but everybody's going to see you and it's my resign. 
Halachically, you could, but because everybody sees you, you can't. So even besaser, even in a bathroom, you can't pull out your phone and start texting. So basically, you got nothing. You're sitting there. It's not yantif and it's not weekday. It's nothing. You're sitting. You just the only thing you do. You're not by the seder, but you have to come into the seder to eat dinner. So yes, yeah, so you come for that. So kids are. It's, it's a bad feeling. It's not so good. And, and by the way, we had some Israelis that didn't know the halacha. They, they, they took off with their car. They went to the mall, on Yantajani. They went shopping and like, I tried to talk to them. They didn't want to hear from it. So it's not yanta for me. What do you mean? Anyway, ayin in the halacha. It's an it's a, it's a issue. You shouldn't be doing any malacha really. Hardly anything. There are maybe a few things maybe. So that people in Chutzlars don't say, listen, this is yantif. So look how it is today. Today, yantif shayni in America is just as chashev as Yantav Rishay. Nobody knows to make a distinction between the first day and the second day. Why? Because you come home, you make kiddush, you wash your hands, you have a suit, everything is the same. Same Shemona Esrei, same Halal, same everything. If you were to say, no, Yantav Shaini, you don't have to make bracha, you don't, you don't say Shem Hashem, so people are going to be mezazel. Then the whole Yantav Shaini is going to fly out the window. Rav Omar, Roiv Ameya Oretz, Me'asrim Heim. So, Rav says, most Amoretz do take Meiser. So why are we not taking Meiser? Why? Because it's a Chumrah. It's not a Dirabbanon that says, hey, you have to take Meiser. Dirabbanon says, make a Chumrah. Not it's a Halacha. It's a Chumrah. Let's see Rashi inside. Very interesting Rashi. This is for Lauren more than anybody else. Rav Omar. You see like one third from the bottom. Rav Omar. Safik the Devreim Bayi Bracha. You need to make a bracha. Udmai. So how come on Udmai you don't make a bracha? Afilu safek lehavi. It's not even a shtus kasha. See, this is where you got it from. It's not even a safek. Where's Where's Lauren? I don't see him. Somewhere. Okay. He likes that that bar. It's not even a shtus kasha. Afilu safek lehavi. What is it? Elachumra ba'alma. Is he on here? Where is he? Here he is. Okay. Yeah, you like it? It's good. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good makar. It's a good makar for that joke. So if you just read the words chotzer that has two two entrances, chotzer. Rashi says no. It's not talking about a chotzer. Talking about a house, a house that has two entrances, A and B. You must light two menorahs. As we're going to see, because people are going to think that you don't know what you're doing, that you're not lighting the candles. Rav says, if it's like in this picture, one and two. But let's say you have two front doors. You bought the neighbor's house, and now you have two doors next to each other. You don't need to. My time. What's the reasoning here? If it's because people, what? Eleven minutes. But we started late, so we have more. If it's because we're concerned what other people are going to think about you, let's, let's narrow it down. Who? If it's people from out of town, so even when the doors are next to each other, people from out of town don't know that you bought the house next door. They think it's two people that, that are living there, and one of them is a shegetz, and he's not lighting candles. And we have to be concerned about this shaita from out of town. But we don't. But if it's, you're concerned about the people that live in the city, 
Everybody knows if you go to Noam Fix's house, he has a door in the front by the garage. No, no, you can't use that one. You have to go around. You have to walk further in and then you use that door. Right, Noam? Yeah. But everybody knows. The whole city knows. So if you don't like candles over here and over there, people hop right away what's going on. <laughs> We're concerned about the people in the city. Perhaps they will walk by one direction, the other direction, they go through the alley, like in Chicago you have the alleyway in the back, it's like two streets, every house has two streets, one in the front, one in the back, they'll notice it here, not over there, so we have to be worried about it. And people are going to start talking about you. But everybody says, what do I care about other people? I have to do Avedis Hashem, it's between me and Akash Baruch Hu. who cares about the other people? Why should I be concerned about somebody else? It's in the Torah that I have to be concerned about what other people say. Why? Because the Torah says you have to leave peya. Peya is one of the matanis that you give to the poor person. Is that kimchi? I don't know. It looks a little bit like kimchi. You put, you, when I'm done reaping everything from my field, I leave a small corner for the ani. Now, can I do that? A day before I finish? No. It has to be all the way at the end. Because the Torah is telling me, I don't want people to talk about you. The Gemara gives four reasons. And one of them is chashad. The Gemara is going to explain This is what we want. Chashad. People are going to talk about you. Which is the whole chiyub of giving pay. What's mepnei gezel? Mepnei gezel anim. Gemara explains, Imagine, all the poor people are waiting in line over there to grab this corner. So he keeps on plow, he keeps on using his machine and keeps on going and going. As soon as they get tired and they leave, he makes a phone call to his buddy. He says, you got to come right now. I'm going to leave it today. Right, right this minute I'm leaving these few square feet. Grab it. That's wrong. So I have to make sure that it's a very specific spot that nobody can make any tricks and every Ani can get his hands on it. What does that mean? In other words, if it could happen any minute and these Aniim want free romaine lettuce, Mr. Halperin, you okay? Oh, here he is. Oh, okay, okay. Good morning. Make sure you might have to watch Negevas. I'm waking you up from yesterday. But listen, you're going to go to sleep. Don't put your yarmulke in the lens. That's a dead giveaway. Fine. Akopar, where are you? You're in America now? You're in America? No wonder he's so tired. Okay, I got it. Okay, fine. Go to sleep. It's fine. Give it up. Now they know when to come. They know it's not today, it's not tomorrow. They should come on Tuesday. Because that's when he's going to get to his corner. Fine. <clears throat> and this is what we're coming for. The people walking back and forth. Oh, you should be cursed. This, this thing about judging other people didn't start today. This is way back then. They used to judge and say, look, look at this guy. I don't think he gave any pay yet, did he? I should be cursed. We don't want that to happen. We have to be concerned about other people. Naki. So the fourth reason is because it says in the Torah. I mean, all the other three reasons. Yes. 
It opened up. Beautiful. 103. Ah! Welcome to Zoom. We are better and bigger than the other Zoom guys that could only hit 100. Alright. About the Chala. But all three reasons are because of this Pasuk. What do you mean about the Chala? No. The reason is because you're not going to give. That's the problem. The reason is you're going to say that you gave and you're lying. So we're concerned... So we need to make sure that you give. So we tell you, put it all the way at the end. The way it works, in those days they used to have, you've probably seen it when you go on these tours, the, the clay dish and a, a lantern, a lamp. But here, this one is a fancy one. This one, if you could see, I don't know if you can make it out so well, that right over here there's a hole. So what happens is, could you see the hole? It's kind of hard to see, but anyways, this is right over here. Okay. So, but it doesn't matter for the sugi at all, but it's cool that they didn't have to remove this part. It was sealed shut, and they poured oil into this indentation over here, and that, that's how it filled up. Now, the chiddush here, according to the Mishnah Brura, he says, very interesting, it's possible that underneath, these wicks are connected as one. Yet, halachically, they are considered as two separate flames, and therefore two separate people can light this as a menorah, if you're doing ner ishu beisoy, one light, one lamp per person, you can even be yaitz of two separate people, even though it's one wick, because it's coming out of two separate sides of the kli. He, he took a bowl, filled it up with oil, and then put a bunch of wicks all around the bowl. If he put a, a top on it, so now I can't even get to the oil, I just have a bunch of holes with a bunch of wicks coming out. So now I could use each one as another person. However, if it looks something like this, so what is this? This is usur to light from. Even for one person, it's a giant fire. What is that called? A medura, a bonfire. Medura is usur. Doesn't work for Hanukkah. And all the wicks came together. The Ram brings in the name of the Balaitur that as long as there's one finger width between the candles, that's enough and you are Yaitza. Rabbi said, This is an amazing sugan, very nagaya to us in quarantine. Pshitali. Ner Beisoy Vener Hanukkah. I have an option. To light a candle to give me light on Friday night. Vener Chanukah. Or to do the mitzvah of Ner Chanukah. Ner Beis Hayadif. It's better to have light in the house. Mishum Shalom Beis Amazing. Concept in Shalom Bayis. Right? I, I heard that the second one, they shut down one in, in China. China. They said you could go out. The first thing people did was run to the courthouse and get divorced. A lot of people got divorced there. Ner beisoy adif. So a person, in order to make peace in his house, think about how and where. It doesn't matter, but whatever it is, a person should give in, should give up, even a chiv derabbanon. I'm not going to light my nearest Hanukkah. Who in the in the in the right mind today is going to give up Hanukkah candles for a shalom by? It's Hanukkah. I have to light. No. 
you don't light Hanukkah candles, it's better that your wife should be happy. What if I have Shalom Bayis versus Kiddush? Now Kiddush is very right, so they say right away, we're talking about he made Kiddush in Shul, or he, he could make Kiddush, according to Rishonim, on bread, but it's better to make it on wine. So this Chumrah of wine over bread is the Rabbanon also, versus the Rabbanon of lighting a candle and having light at home for Shalom Bayis. Shalom Bayis comes first. So now we have, two, we have three things. We have Hanukkah, and we have Kiddush, and we have the light of Shabbos. So we, we discussed two different cases. Now, the third case. What if we combine Ner Hanukkah with Kiddush Hayoyim? Which one is more important? Hanukkah light? Or not to do Kiddush on bread and do it on wine? Mao, Kiddush Hayoyim, Adif. The Tadr, perhaps we're going to go with the Tadr V'shenet Tadr, Tadr Kaidan, whatever is more frequent, you do more, whatever you do more often, that's the mitzvah. So, Kiddush, we do every single week, Hanukkah is once a year. Once we asked the question, we came up with Allah, Ner Hanukkah Adiv, Mishum Pirsum Minisa, Pirsum Anes is more important than having Kiddush on a cup of wine. Provided, obviously, that you have Kiddush on a piece of bread. Amar Avuna, Haragel B'neir, if a person is careful with Neris Hanukkah and Neris Shabbos, Havilei Bonim Tamid Chachamim, brings Rashi the Pasuk, Kiner Mitzvah V'Torah Ar. If you are makbid on the Mitzvah of Ner, V'Torah Ar, you're going to have the light of Torah. In other words, your kids are going to be Tamid Chachamim. Hazar B'Mezuzah, if you're careful with Mezuzah, you get a nice Mezuzah, you don't buy that $20 one, but you get a nice one. You'll be Zoycha to a nice house. Hazoyer Bitsitsis, Zoycha Latalasna. If you get good tzitzis, Tchelas, the expensive stuff. Don't be cheap on the 200 shekel. Zoycha Latalasna, you're going to have a nice. Here's my, uh, my suit still from that uh, the dry cleaner. The, you'll, you'll have a nice suit. Hazar Bikidush Hayoim. If you are careful with doing Kiddush with wine, you'll have barrels full of wine. When I learned it, I thought it meant, I made a mistake, then I realized I made a mistake. It says, Rav Huna went and he used to go by the door of Rabbi Oven. But what's this word, Vitani? I thought it meant he was learning. No, it means that he went back and forth. In other words, he constantly, that, that was his path. He used to go back, forth and back and back and forth by Rabbi Oven Nagra's house. Rabbi Oven, the carpenter. Amazing. He was a Rabbi Oven, but he's a carpenter. Chaza, imagine, Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, the carpenter. Chaza, the Haverogel, Beshrogetuva. He noticed that he was very careful. He had a lot of candles. Oh, he brings on the side, you take out the word Tuva. Not a lot. He was careful with the candles. He was makbed on the mitzvah. Omar, Trey, Gavri, Ravri, Nafki, So remember, in this story, he said, you're going to have two Tamid Chachamim. Nafik Minayu, Rabbi Idi Barovin, Rabbi Chir Barovin. Okay? So he had, his name was Ovin. He had two kids. One was Idi Barovin, and one was Rabbi Chir Barovin. Great. Rav Chiz, the Averogel, the Havachol, the Tony, the Nosho, the Rav Shezvi. Same story. Rav Chiz went back and forth, and he noticed, Havachol, the Averogel, the Shrogetuva, 
he noticed that he was used to a lot of candles or Bishrage with he was Makbin on the mitzvah. Omar Gavri Rabbi Nothing Mahacha. One Tamat Chachim is gonna come out of here. Nothing Minayu Rav Shaizvi. Some say it's his son-in-law. Different Rishonim. Question: Why in the first story did it was Izaicha to two? In the second story, Rav Chizda gave him a bracha for one. It's very interesting. If you look at Taisus Dibra Maskil Hachi Garcina, second Taisus from the top, says Taisus beautifully. Says Taisus, I'm not Goyres have a Ragil, singular. I'm Goyres have a Regili, says Taisus. Pirush Habalva Isha. So Taisus is a different Gersin than what we have. Because the husband and the wife, they were Makbid on this mitzvah, she was Makbid on her candles for Shabbos, he was Makbid on Chanukah, maybe he helped her out on Shabbos also, don't know. But because they were Makbid, there was Eichte too. But later on, So again, he changes the girsa. Because by us it says Haviragil. He changes that she, the woman, because it's most likely that she is going to deal with her Shabbos candles. Makes a lot of sense now. The second story, only one person was makbid on the candles, so they was zoichet to one child. That's the Talmud Chacham. Says the Gemara, Devisu de Rav Yosef havis ma'achrum ad here's another great lesson from the Gemara if we look into it. How do we talk at home? How do we talk to our wives? Obviously, I don't need this Gemara, I'm talking to you guys. Devisu de Rav Yosef havis ma'achrum ad Rabbi Yosef's wife was very late in lighting candles. I have no idea what this means. I have heard that it used to be like this, not in our generation. The women were very late at, very late at going to weddings, at lighting candles, different stuff. Today, with the iPhones and everything, we're much better. Omelah Rabbi Yosef, he didn't tell her, Hey, didn't I tell you a hundred times? You got a light when you hear that sound and that look snare is what I told you. No. What's the trick? Let me, let me tell you a shtikl Torah. In the Midbar we had the, the cloud. And we had the fire. Fire at night, the cloud at day. That's what led Klai Oh, So you should know that the fire at night didn't start Mamash at night. It started because the Pasuk is extra. It says a second before that, that we had an Amudan on and we had an Eish. So what it says, L'yomosh? Because one went into the other. The, the, the fire preceded the night. So it was still light outside, fire. Oh, she got the hint. So she said, okay, let's do it uh, two, 9 o'clock in the morning. When I wake up, I'm going to start lighting candles. Omer la'usabo. Came along the Saba, Tanina, and some people say, and Taisis always brings down, Saba means Eliyahu, and a lot of times, Tanina, No, don't do it too early, because it has to be a hecker for Shabbos. So I want to stick in this little pshat here. You probably thought about it yourself. Because Rabbi Yosef was so careful, he didn't yell at his wife, and he told her, Hey, I want to tell you, Shnikel Torah, it's Kedai, maybe, to, to hop from this Torah about lighting a little early. And she accepted it because he was so nice and she was so nice to him. There was Zoycha, she was Zoycha to Gilu Yaliyo. 
Omer Usaba. He could have told her also. No, Eliyahu Novi came and told her. Omer Rava. The Rochim Rabbanon, Avlo Bonim Benin Rabbanon. A person who loves Tamid Chachamim will be Zoycha to have children that are Tamid Chachamim. The Moike Rabbanon, and if you look at the side, Aleph, the Vilna Gaon says, the Dochel Rabbanon, you have to switch it, and the word later, we switch it to this. The Moiker means a person that's Mechabed Rabbanon. The Dochel means a person that fears Rabbanon. Says the Vilna Gaon, no, this is talking about a person that fears Rabbanon. Havalu Chasnavasu Rabbanon will have son in laws that are. If you fear Rabbanon, according to the guy. The Dachom Rabbanon, over here the guy switches it. The Moike Rabbanon, a person that's Mechabi Rabbanon, who Gufe Avitzum Rabbanon, himself will be a Tamad Chachem. Be loved by Rachiu, and if he's not on the Madrega, Mishtaman Mili Kitzubi Rabbanon, if he's not a person that knows how to learn, his Torah will go out there. Now I want to ask you a question. Why did the Vilna Gaon change it? Make it go with different Pshatim. But it's amazing, if you have time, open up a Gemara Shkalim. Shkalem. And in Gemara Shkalem, the, the person on the side that's like Rash is called Taklin Chadatin. And in Taklin Chadatin and in Zagdama, the whole Zagdama talks about the Vilna Gain. Everything. What a great person the Vilna Gain was. And he says here, it's unbelievable. It says that in Mesech the Shabbos, Dav Chav Gimelon Beis, he says, V'yesh HaGoyz, when the Vilna Gain said things, Asher Kavanosoy Gnuzo Der Chanistar, he got it from Nistar. It's Ganos, and we don't know the reason. And he brings our Gemara as an example. It's Derech HaEmes, he says. The Takim Chadetin, the Pirush on Shkolem, says that the Vilna Goyim chat over here is not logical. It's more of a Nistar thing. Should we go weiter? Noam, yes or no? Do we have two minutes? It's a Suffolk? Yes. We'll go two minutes. David Feinberg doesn't have to say brachas now. V'lai b'shem esreifa, my shem esreifa. What is the shem esreifa? Omer Rabbah, shem esreifa, trumo shenitma. So when we say by Mehmet Likin, shem esreifa means the oil of truma that became tomei by my korla shem esreifa, hoyelu esreifa oimen. It's meant to be burned. It's truma that has to be burned. It's tomei. Ube Shabbos my time eloi. So how come you can't use it on Shabbos? Mitzvah shem esreifa, since it's a mitzvah for him to destroy it, he's such a tzaddik, he has to burn this oil. Oy vey, what am I going to do? It's not burning so well. On Shabbos, he's going to start messing with it, and he's going to make, he's going to be over to the rice. But on Yontif, that you're allowed to make a fire, you're allowed to light it, so how come you can't use it on Yontif? You cannot use it on Yontif. It's one because of the, you're right, on Yontif you should, but because people will forget, and they'll think that you could use it on Shabbos, you can't use it on Yantar. Rav Chizda Omar, the Shema Yata loy chayshinon. I'm not concerned about Shema Yata. El ha'ochah b'yantar shechal yisrael v'shavaz askinon. We're talking about on Friday. Friday is Yantar, it goes right into Shabbos. L'fishayin sorry from Kachim, Yantar. I cannot use this oil for Shabbos on Shabbos, and I'm starting on Yantar. When do I light my, my candles for Shabbos? A few minutes before. But it's Yantar today. It's Friday is Yantar. And on Yantar I cannot use this oil. It's Kachim. I can't use it on Yantar. So it's a one-time deal, it's a special case. Ah, But the next case is, you can't use this oil on Yontif. You can't tell me that it's talking about Friday Yontif. The next case is Yontif. Why can't I use this Shemesreifah on Yontif? Why can't I use this oil Erev Shabbos Yontif? 
that goes into to Shabbos because because you cannot use this oil on a yantif because it's kachim and kachim you can't use that oil. Says exactly Besides this oil that's kachim, It's talking about erev Shabbos yantif erev Shabbos. That's the that's what the mission is talking about according to Rav Chizda. Have a wonderful day, and now we'll say one capital tefillin for. All the terrible news that we had about Corona, Shiram Alois, Mima Makin, Kosicha Adinoi, Adinoi, Shimobi Kuli, Tienos, Neho Kashuvois, the Koyta Hanunoi, Imavinois, Tishmoyo, Adoi Noi, Miamoi. are you able to bring that screen closer to me? How many people do we have? 109 people at our peak. Beautiful. Way to go. Way to go, Zoom. Who's this tzaddik? I can't read his name. New York City. He's from New York. Eli Dykman. Shalom Aleichem. I can't read your name. Hold on. I have to get closer to the screen. Yeah, Dykman. Shalom Aleichem. Do you have, a, you have relatives in Chicago, Rabbi Dykman? 